Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Welcome to Lorehammer Listener Lore, the Warhammer 40k podcast where you get to write the script. If you would like to submit your story, you can email lorehammerpodcast at gmail.com. And if you'd like to support the show and maybe even jump your story in the line or maybe even read stories with me or maybe you have a story you'd like to read to me, head on over to Patreon at Lorehammer Listener Lore and check out all the cool ways to get involved and support the show. Enjoy. Hello and welcome back to Lorehammer Listener Lore, the 40k podcast where you get to write the script. Hello, I'm one of your hosts, Mark, and joining me today, we got Christian, finally. Finally. Yeah. Glad to be back. Thank yeah, you man, I that. feel like I haven't seen you in a year. Are you dodging my calls or what? <laughs> I'm trying to, but uh, you're so <laughs> persistent. Yeah, yeah. I got you on a Zoom invite that looked business-like, you know, so you're like... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I thought I was getting a new job. You're like, yeah, let's look for an interview. <laughs> so, uh, listener Lord, we like to read short stories that people have written us. Today's short story is called Forgotten Sons, and it looks like it's a story about a Thousand Sons Warband. And uh, I like, too, looking at the formatting. Like, I haven't read all these, but this is like a very Letzacanum-style entry at the very top, like with the pictures, and we'll go through it yeah. all. But Yeah, they have their symbol and like a an example of the character and yeah. yeah um it says forgotten sons chaos dedication change specialty psychic powers strength unknown splinter factions unknown battle cry re we shall return overview the forgotten sons are known to covet artifacts and arcane knowledge every one of its sorcerers believes that it's their responsibility to cure the rubicai the rubric and then and that wow i haven't done one of these in a long time and i've degraded <laughs> back into my not reading ability so let's 
sober up, Mark. And that Aramon <laughs> is a traitor to the Legion for his foul miscalculations in the spell. The Forgotten Sun's hosts wear red, gold, yellow, and black. This is to honor Magnus the Red and the pre-heresy colors. The Forgotten Sun's thrall band is fairly isolated from the rest of the Legion operating very autonomously until the Crim Crimson King calls upon them. Other details. The Rubrikai of the Forgotten Sons are known as the Obdurit. The Master Sorcerers are known to wear tabards and cloaks of black. The cultists that followed Forgotten Sons in battle are fiercely loyal and will die in battle without question to serve the Master's purpose of the Crimson King's goals. Hmm. Have you ever heard of that word, Obdurit? No. Um, I did a I'll quick search and it just means like stubborn, but... Uh... We'll see if that stubborn aspect kind of plays in a little bit. Fiercely loyal, will die in battle without question. Yeah. Yeah, they're sounding pretty stubborn. Okay. Current homeworld. Since the Horus Heresy, the Forgotten Sons wandered looking for a new home. Near the Maelstrom, there is a planet that is barren and rocky called Kolvalik II. The Forgotten Sons landed and claimed this planet that was once inhabited by asteroid miners as their new home. They began recruiting cultists and bringing them to the world to build. They have since established a small settlement for the cultist population and a pyramid library for the sorcerers. Gotta have those pyramids. Yeah. Known members. Magister Ashkahet, deceased, gifted a disc from Chinch. Ashkahet, pronounced Ashkahet, is the leader of the Forgotten Sons. Forgotten Sons Magister Demon Prince, Emeril the Shifter. Mekrit, an exalted sorcerer of the Forgotten Sons, and second in command behind the Magister, known for his abilities in Second Sight. Nebet, an exalted sorcerer of the Forgotten Sons, known for his abilities in teleportation and the slowing of time. Asorkan, a sorcerer quickly rising in the ranks of the Forgotten Sons. Cool. Known for his abilities in Second Sight. <laughs> yeah, do you know the second sight is any kind of specific power no is it just like warp vision of some kind or yeah i wonder if it's like yeah prophecy or if it's like you see kind of warp overlaid with the reality i don't know never quite heard of it the i like the naming scheme it's yeah, yeah. uh pretty in line with what you'd expect for thousand sons yeah and interesting that he mentions the uh the magister uh, who is dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you always wonder, did that guy die in a game or something? What happened here? Yeah. <laughs> cool. Savior of the Damned. In the Jericho Reach sector of the Ultima Segmentum is Manuex. Manuex? Manuex is a peaceful ocean world. The inhabitants are fish farmers and live nomadic lives traversing from island to island, following the migration patterns of the fish. Imperial technology is thought of as magic, and the locals worship gods of the sea and sky. In the year M41, the Achilles Crusade rediscovered Manuex. Missionaries were sent to the surface to reestablish imperial compliance. Teon, tack, windward, they're running. I got, I got it. it. Yeah. You want to? Do we want to do that? <laughs> I, yeah, if we want to do two different characters. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'll be the first guy. You be whatever the other guy is. I've got it, Dahlia. Stop ordering me around. Tion is working hard to position the jib in a perfect position to maneuver the sailing craft to chase the fish. 
Tion and Dahlia began to catch the fish with a thunderous boom claps in the upper atmosphere. A large streaking cloud of smoke cuts across the horizon. What is that? Dahlia exclaims. I'm not sure. It's heading to camp, though. We should get back and check it out. This may be a message from Calius. When Dahlia and Tion make it back to their tribe's camp, they discover the large hustle and bustle. What's going on? Tion asks a random passerby. Strangers from the sky have arrived. Has Callus come? Tion says excitedly. No, they say they were from the Imperium of Men, and they own this land. Over the next six Terran months, the planet is back into is brought back into the Imperium ways. We cannot let this stand. Our way of life has been replaced by this abomination that the Imperium demands of us. We work on their harvesting machines. We no longer live on the water as it was. We live in these domes that are death of our ways. They even tell us Callus and Cahelm are false gods and we must worship the emperor. We have to fight these ways and restore our ways. Dahlia stands before a group of her planet's people, pleading with them. Dahlia is a large woman for human scale. <laughs> what a way to... <laughs> What a weird way to describe someone. <laughs> what a weird voice you're doing for Dahlia. <laughs> yeah, well, in today's day and age, you never know. Yeah. She has a shaved head aside from a long ponytail of blonde hair. What makes Dahlia stand out is her skin is an unsettling pink. Dahlia, get down. They call you a mutant as it is. Don't give them more reason, Tion pleads. A group of newly established PDF being led by their local priest walk up and begin arresting Dahlia. No, leave her alone. Tion begins fighting with the PDF to stop them from arresting da Dahlia. One of the guards slapped Tion in the face with the butt of his las rifle. As Tion stumbles back, the guard shoots him in the chest. Dahlia screams in horror. Dahlia sits in a newly constructed prison along with a slew of other planetary locals who are upset by the Imperium rule. Hello, Dahlia. A voice sounds from inside Dahlia's mind. Who's there? Dahlia says in fear. My name is Nebet. I'm here with an offer. The Imperium has come to your planet and ruined your way of life. I can tell you that the Imperium will never let you and your people have this planet back. They will destroy the planet before they let that happen. Who are you? What do you want? Dahlia asked with more aggression, angry tone. I'm here to offer you freedom. True freedom. All I ask in return is that you help me bring as many of your people with you as possible. Give them the same freedom that I offer you. We'll be on a new planet, building a new life. You will not be under the Imperium's rule. What's the catch? I don't feel like this comes out of the kindness of your heart. The Imperium's reach is widespread. In order to keep this freedom and way of life, we would have to work together to defend it. Okay, I have no issues with fighting these bastards. What do I need to do? As Dahlia finished asking her questions, there was a large blast from down the hall of her cell. Loud gunfire blasts and spurts and screams of terror echo through the halls. Things go quiet as quickly as they erupted into chaos. All the doors of the cells open. Dahlia quickly moves down the hall of the prison, calling out to the rest of the prisoners. 
Manuets, follow me. I have our freedom from the Imperium of Man waiting for us. Dahlia runs down the halls, collecting as many prisoners as possible. They all arrive at the gates of the prison where there is a man and his retinue standing. All of them standing around eight feet tall, all in ornate armor of deep red, decorated in golden trim. Their helmets have decorated bone white and deep red headdresses. All have the ha tabards, all have tabards of dark gray except one. One of the tabards is a deep blue, and he also has a cape of the same color with gold accents. Every one of them is holding large bolter guns of terrifying glory. All of the prisoners come to a quick halt, staring in fear. Come, we are here to liberate you, Nebet calls out to the group. Nebet's hands begin to glow and strands of magical energy begin to manifest as the prisoners run, to run towards him, avoiding the gunfire of the guards as they vanish off the planet. Okay, so that was just like a little story of them recruiting more cultists, essentially, eh? Yeah. Um, first of all, let's speak to the increased quality of our audio recordings. Um, we're <laughs> yeah. doing uh, full audio dramas now. Yeah, for sure. Um, wow, who would have thought? <laughs> we've come so far <laughs> the uh i really like this planet i'm actually more <laughs> i i do like this chapter there's nothing that's that's uh off-putting but i do like that any ocean world definitely captures my interest <laughs> just for like this little short story that we're gonna abandon the world later yeah uh, there's, there's enough development there that i i like i'd like to learn more about this world yeah, and even the way like uh, Dahlia talks about it, where it's just like, you know, we, we've been doing this for so long. Like, these people came and wrecked our way of life. Like, yeah. 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 You no. get a, a different perspective on the Imperium. Yeah. And yeah. Very cool. Also, no, she's, pink. she's pink. So she's like, uh, <laughs> obviously tainted to some extent. There's a yeah. lot of, I'm, I'm very intrigued by your story. I want you to turn it into a full feature length novel. Yeah, I wonder if that pink thing is something specific or like. And she's abnormally large for a human woman. Oh, God. <laughs> do I only call you on to do female Astartes episodes? Is that what's happening? <laughs> no, no. I hope not. We'll see. I'll just go. I'm going to read the next piece. Unholy Alliance. Unholy... What? Go for it. <clears throat> Unholy Alliance. The sun beat down on the barren planet. The library was finally coming to completion. Rubrics stood a while silently over hundreds of cultists as they completed the work. Inside, the Sorcerers of the Forgotten Sons worked to fill the library with artifacts that have been meticulously collected since the fall of Prospero. Loud metallic footsteps and power armor servos echoed through the halls as an aspiring sorcerer of the Scarab Occult entered the main hall. Magister, I believe I have found something that may interest you. Ersutep stated through the voice modulator of his power armor's helmet. And what might that be aspiring? Replied Magister Ashkahet with a slightly annoyed tone, anticipating this to be a waste of his time. Ersutep handed a scroll written in ancient prospering symbols. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Have you found the keys to unlock your best trip? On a Trafalgar tour, you unlock more than just the world. We give you the key to let down your walls and make lifelong friends. The key to discovering hidden talents and fresh perspectives. From one-of-a-kind experiences to iconic destinations, Trafalgar gives you the keys to unlock your best self. 
Discover more at trafalgar.com slash unlock. That's T-R-A-F-A-L-G-A-R dot com slash unlock. Tour differently. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. To the Magister. The Magister's armor glinted in a deep red and glow... And... Blah. Glinted in a deep red and gold power armor as a light shined in from the outside. His black tabard and cloak quickly moved with the winds coming in from the open door of the Pyramid Library. As the Magister reviews the contents of the scroll, his face shifts from an annoyance to subtle excitement. Get me Dahlia. I must speak with her. The Magister stated with a dominant tone of authority. Shortly after, a very tall woman for a human in in peace-clad armor approaches the Magister. (gasps) She nears, she drops to one knee. Magister, what can I do to help? Dahlia states with extreme reverence. Dahlia, please. Kneeling is not necessary. (laughs) I appreciate what you and your people have done for us. The library is a suitable location for our purposes. Now that we are nearing completion, I need you to divert your forces' attentions to a new task. The Magister says as his hands are a drawing of construction plans. Over the next few weeks, the cultists begin working furiously on carving an archway out of one of the nearby stone faces. In the meantime, the Magister and other sorcerers begin working with Dahlia to select nine cultists. Upon completion, Magister Ashkahet gathers the nine selected cultists and all of his sorcerers to the stone archway. Chosen few, you have volunteered to serve the Crimson King in the most crucial role possible. You have volunteered to be a sacrifice. Master Magister Ashkahet says. Eight of the cultists surround the archway with the sorcerer to their back. The Magister has the ninth standing in front of him. As he and the eight sorcerers begin to manipulate the strands of warp energy, a fiery glow begins to form around the archway. One by one, the chanting sorcerers begin to plunge their ritual blades into the cultists in front of them. As the eighth cultist is sacrificed, the flames from the archway engulf the last cultist. His body begins to twist and become misshapen. His body morphs into a giant hulking demon prince. Imriel, as I speak your true name, you must obey. Magister Ashkahet yells. Ashkahet, I am in your service. As such, my armies are in your service as well. I will warn, though. Be careful with your requests. I may serve you as you know my true name, but I serve Tsinch above all. I will obey your requests as I see fit. Demons begin to flood out of the archway. The night begins to glow bright with the fiery powers of the demons. Ashkahet, what is your command? The demon prince Emeril explains. Cool. Exclaims. Yeah, that's, uh, I guess... 
the story of Dahlia is continuing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> is it, um, I guess they're just summoning a demon prince. They're not ascending someone to demon princehood, right? Yeah, that's what it sounds like. This is because I was going to say, it seems a little easy. That seemed a little easy of a ritual to, <laughs> to become one. But if they're just summoning one that already exists, I suppose that's, yeah. I'm not well versed in Chinchin talents. But. <laughs> More of a corn guy. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. I do like seeing the different ways people kind of do their uh, summoning rituals. Like this guy that he had like a stone archway that, you know, they probably spent months carving like intricate detail work onto it. Yeah. Um, and any kind of like sigils and like probably spells and incantations worked into the stone. And Yeah. I even like the word like warp energy and the way he kind of describes like the strands of warp energy kind of flowing yeah. around. Yeah, it's good. It's pretty, pretty good writing. It gives you a good visual. Yeah. The return of Magnus. Ascabet stood in awe. The Cicadrix maledictum was beautiful. He and the rest of the sorcerers in the thrall band felt an immediate surge in potency of their psychic connection. Some of the cultists began to manifest abilities. Some began to mutate into spawn. <laughs> word of changes, word of changes within the Imperium began to reach this lonely, desolate wasteland of a planet. Reboot Gilliman was back. He was taking control of the Imperium. It was no matter to the Brotherhood of the Forgotten Sons. Their purpose was to restore their brothers. Askahet sat in a study, continuing to look for answers, continuing his magical experimenting, Suddenly, a sonic boom exploded overhead. Nabet quickly informed Magister Ascabet of an incoming ship. Dahlia quickly mobilized the cultists. A defiler emerged from the sand. A defiler emerged from the sand. Laz cannon and battle Laz cannon and battle cannon focused on the incoming ship. Rubrics began to position themselves in their aspiring sorcerer's direction, as per their aspiring sorcerer's direction. The ship came to a halt. Ashkabet noticed the runic symbol scattered across the hull. This was the ship of the Thousandth Sons Legion. Doors opened and an exalted sorcerer stepped out, the cobalt armor glinting in the sun. Ashkabet could feel power radiating from him. Brother, what business do you have here? How can I help you? Ashkabet said, greeting the exalted. Ashkabet, I am Hyro. The Red King has sent me to collect the Thrall Bands. He is reuniting the Legion under one purpose. Answer the call or be exiled and hunted by your former brothers. Hero, this is indeed incredible news. The Crimson King is restoring his crown and finally taking leadership once again. Where are we called to? Prospero has been restored. Sir Tyrius is now in the Materium. Join us at our home. I will muster the Forgotten Sons. We will pay tribute to the Crimson King. Ascarbet kept to his word. He took the entire thrall band off to their new home and returned to their whole old home. Ascarbet took his personal scarab occult terminators and his counsel to the surface of Prospero. Hero. He, how did you say that guy's name again? Uh, he, I called him Hyro. 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 Hyro was understanding the restoration. The city of Tesco was much more than it was 10,000 years ago. It was beautiful and filled with the member members of the Legion, cultists, and demons. 
it was indeed a sight to behold. Ashkabat and his reunion finally came to the chambers of Magnus. As he approached, silence befell the chambers. Magnus' eyes, eye glowed with power. Wings of glory high behind him, shimmering with ever-changing warp energies. He was massive in stature, much larger, larger than Ascabet set last set eyes on him. Ascabet approached Magnus and knelt. Before he could say a word, Magnus drew a massive amount of energy from the warp and denigrated Ascabet. <laughs> oh, God. The rest of the retinue were drawn back in shock and pure terror. A warp rift opened and outstepped a demon prince. Emeril, you have served me well. Sorcerers of the Forgotten Sons, Ashkahet led you astray. He could not be trusted, and I have destroyed him for his betrayal. Your new magister is the demon prince Emeril. He will now command the Forgotten Sons' thrall band. Obey his word as if it were my own. Your orders are to proceed to a pass in the warp scar. Investigate and take control of the Thousand Sons. Magnus spoke with a great presence and authority. Uh, and then he has one little bit at the end that says, Notes for Lorehammer. I hated using Magnus, but in the lore, he summoned all the thrall bands and killed the Magisters to ensure loyalty. Interesting. Also, the end is a prelude to my gaming group's upcoming Warhammer 40k 9th edition map based campaign. If you want to keep up with that, check out wwa11gaming.com. Cool. Sweet. Yeah. You know what? Just to, I'm just going to speak to that note real quick. Yeah. When you include a Primark like this, I think it's like, that's okay. Yeah. That is sure. totally tasteful. I mean, it's stuff you should have typically avoid, but if you know, you just happen to pass by a Primark or a Primark did something that obviously affects your chapter or Warband, yeah. like, that's perfectly fine. I think you you handled that really well. Yeah, and especially since, like, you know, this did happen. Magnus did call all the Thrall Bands back, and I guess he did kill all the Magisters who had loyalty. So it'd be kind of a slap in the face to then not. Yeah, exactly. Or make your guys extra special because they somehow avoided the thing that happened to everyone else. Yeah, yeah. So actually, yeah, the, way, in order the way you did this... Yeah, exactly. But every Jedi secretly survived. Exactly. So <laughs> yeah. Fuck. No, I, I really enjoyed that. Yeah, it was cool. And the, the plot twist at the end, I honestly wasn't expecting that guy to die, even though we knew that he was dead. <laughs> it said at the beginning. Bio. I even made a comment. I'm like, oh, why would he list his name if he's dead? <laughs> oh, but funny. yeah, no, that, that was a brilliant twist. I was not expecting any of that. Yeah, yeah. So, Very cool. Fantastic. Honestly, I think it's kind of hard to write interesting change in war bands oddly enough even though they're ripe for like plot twists and things because of the nature of like the fact that most of them are pretty much zombies yeah well, yeah not zombies but you know what i mean like uh, like automatons right yeah all is dust yeah they, they don't really have a lot of character unless you have a really good sorcerer character but it's not like he can do it's harder it's harder to write an interesting thousand sons war band yeah and i think this was i think this was great it was great for a thousand sons for sure. Yeah, for sure. No, I liked it. Um, anything like it. else to think about this? I know I had a couple more thoughts. Um, may, maybe the one thing I don't want to, I don't like to be negative because I don't write, but the, the writing was a little like some of the dialogue was a little clunky. Like, yeah, I, but I mean, you know, on this, I think like a lot of the descriptive words were great. Yeah. Or I could use like a, a proofreader or someone to just go over it, but yeah. 
But like what was interesting, even though some of it was clunky and it wasn't the most descriptive, he came up with a bunch of different little stories that were interesting, like that water world. Like we both really enjoyed that all of a sudden, even though there wasn't that much, but he did a good enough job to describe it that, you know, we want more now. Yeah, no. Cool. Yeah, I agree. Um, Just a comment on their armor, too. I like the callbacks to the heresy era. Modern typical thousand sons are typically blue yeah these guys are rocking their their old red armor yeah which is cool and the fact that they are loyal to magnus i like yeah i, I just liked it overall i think it's pretty yeah. well-rounded you got a balance of like like we said the beginning piece is like uh looks like a lexicon entry but then he has a narrative component where he actually talks about his characters and kind of their motivations and yeah relationships yeah yeah so cool yeah overall um eight out of ten eight out of ten <laughs> i'll support that give it a stamp of approval sweet deal cool well uh thanks uh for sharing that lore with us i didn't even credit the guy who wrote this his name <laughs> is uh Ash i think his name was peter so thanks for writing. If you guys have lore that you want to submit to the show, you can email it to lorehammerpodcast at gmail.com. And if you want to support the show on Patreon, me and Christian are going to start fucking going hard here. Oh, we're 20 not minutes a fucking. week of content. We can do it. We're not going to start fucking. No, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> but if you want to support different. the show, you can go to uh, listen to Lore Patreon and donate a buck. Um, yeah. Sweet. We'll see you guys in the next episode. Yeah, see you guys on the next one. Adios. Thanks for listening. If you would like to submit your story, you can email lorehammerpodcast at gmail.com. And don't forget to check out our Patreon page and support the show at Lorehammer Listener Lore. See you next episode. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.